Welcome. This podcast was created by the 2nd Marine Division, 2nd Class Petty Officer Association. Built by sailors, for sailors. Section 106, Tactical Medicine and Field Sanitation Fundamentals. Discuss the history of tactical combat casualty care, TCCC. Historical data shows that 90% of combat wound fatalities die on the battlefield before reaching a military treatment facility. TCCC guidelines are currently used throughout the U.S. military in various allied countries. TCCC guidelines were first introduced in 1996 for use by Special Operation Corpsmen, medics, and pararescuemen. Discuss the meaning of triage. Triage is a French word meaning to sort. It's the process of quickly assessing patients in a multiple casualty incident and assigning patients a priority or a classification for receiving treatment according to the severity of the illness or injuries. Triage is a dynamic ongoing process and a patient's priority is subject to change to reflect situational changes. Discuss the three phases of TCCC. Care under fire. This care is rendered by the first responder or combatant at the scene of the injury while under hostile fire. Tactical field care. This care is rendered by the first responder or combatant when no longer under the effective hostile fire. Tactical evacuation care. TACAVAC. Care rendered once the casualty has been picked up by an aircraft, ground, vehicle, or boat. Explain the treatment plans for care under fire. Casualty management plan. Maintain fire superiority and take cover. Fire supremacy is the key to preventing combat trauma. If able, casualty should stay engaged as a combatant. Instruct casualty to move to cover and apply self-aid if possible. Keep casualty from sustaining additional wounds. The treatment plan is to stop any life-threatening external hemorrhage from extremities with a tourniquet over the uniform. If not tactically feasible, do not try to treat the casualty in the kill zone. Application of a tourniquet may be deferred until the patient has been removed to safety. Note, the decision regarding the relative risk of further injury versus that of bleeding to death must be made by the person rendering care. Non-life-threatening bleeding should be deferred until tactical field care. Move casualty to cover as quickly as possible utilizing an evacuation plan. Explain the treatment for tactical field care. The goal of this phase is to allow the combat lifesaver to systematically find, identify, and treat all injuries. The mental status is to determine responsiveness using AVPU, the acronym which stands for alert, uh, responsive only to vocal commands, responsive, responsive only to pain, or unresponsive. 
Any casualty with an altered mental status should be disarmed immediately. The airway management plan consists of nose, mouth, throat, voice box, and windpipe. Air is diverted to the left and right lungs at the bronchial tree, the bottom of the windpipe. Lungs are elastic organs composed of thousands of small air spaces covered by an airtight membrane. The rib cage protects the lungs. The diaphragm is a large dome-shaped muscle that separates the bottom of the lungs from the abdominal cavity. The general guidelines are assess the airway by look, listen, and feel technique for five to 10 seconds. Open the airway using modified jaw thrust or chin lift techniques. Look for foreign obstructions and clear if possible. Insert a nasal pharyngeal airway if required. Do not use a NPA if a facial fracture is suspected. Reassess airway after any interventions. Breathing assessment is to inspect the anterior thorax for bilateral rise and fall and for possible penetrating trauma. Auscultate the chest, bad side, then good side. Palpate in order to feel any abnormalities. Treat all life-threatening penetrating injuries of the chest, such as a soaking chest wound, with an occlusive dressing. Perform a needle thoracentesis, which is a needle decompression, if a pneumothorax is suspected. Repeat the assessment on the posterior thorax by carefully performing a log roll. Circulatory assessment. Check for a carotid pulse. Perform a blood sweep by sweeping downside each limb in order to identify wounds and bleeding. If blood is found, gain control of any life-threatening hemorrhage with a tourniquet or a hemostatic agent. Assess the radial pulses for rates, the beats per minute, and quality for strong, weak, or threading. Estimate blood pressure. Blood pressure could be an estimated based on the presence of casualties rate as they are as follows. Radial pulse detected is 80 over palp. Femoral pulse detected 70 over palp. And carotid pulse detected 60 over palp. Normally, a BP reading consists of two numbers, but if assessing BP by palpation, the touch, P is substituted by the second number to denote that it was determined by palpation. Assess peripheral perfusion by checking skin color, whether it's pale, flushed, or normal, skin temperature, whether it is cold, cool, warm, or hot, skin condition, whether it is dry or moist, and check for capillary refill and ensure it is less than three seconds. Assess for shock. Shock is an abnormality of the circulatory system that results in an 
an inadequate amount of blood flow and oxygen to organs and tissues. Hemorrhagic shock is the most common form of shock encountered in the battlefield. The anatomy of the cardiovascular system is as follows. The pump, that is the heart and it contains four chambers. The container, those are your arteries, veins, and capillaries. The fluid, that is the blood and blood plasma. Signs and systems of shock. The heart rate is greater than 100 beats per minute. Respirations are greater than 20 beats per minute. Capillary refill greater than three seconds. Skin is cool, clammy, pale, or cyanotic. The mental status is restless, disoriented, lethargic, or unconscious. Treatments are control life-threatening extremity hemorrhage and non-life-threatening hemorrhage with hemostatic agents and pressure dressings. Provide supportive care for internal bleeding. Maintain the patient's airway. Keep patient warm to prevent hypothermia. Reassess all interventions and monitor vital signs. And evacuate the patient. Welcome. This podcast was created by the 2nd Marine Division, 2nd Class Petty Officer Association. Built by sailors, for sailors. Section 106, Tactical Medicine and Field Sanitation Fundamentals. Management of Burns. The severity of all burns will vary depending on the source of the burn, duration of exposure, and location of the burn. Anatomy of the Skin. The most important function is to form a protective barrier against external environments. Skin also prevents fluid loss, regulates body temperature, and allows for sensation. The skin is composed of three layers. The epidermis, the outermost layer made up of skin cells with no blood vessels, Underneath the epidermis, made up of connective tissue containing blood vessels, nerve endings, sebaceous glands, and sweat glands, and subcutaneous.
also include underlying fat, muscles, bone, or internal organs. Types of burns. Thermal, electrical, chemical, radiation. Thermal, the most common type of burn, generally from fire or excessive heat. Electrical, these are often more serious than they appear. Entrance and exit wounds may be small, but the electricity burns are a large area as it travels through the body. Associated with nuclear blasts and other forms of radiation. Treatment of burns. Thermal radiation burns. Stop the burning process. For a confirmed acid burn, irrigate the area for 15 minutes. Wrap the burn loosely with a dry sterile dressing. Prevent hypothermia. Ensure all hemorrhage is controlled. Keep patient warm by wrapping an available material. Management of fractures. In an open fracture, there is a break in the skin, while in a closed fracture, the skin remains intact. Signs and symptoms. Deformity. Crepitus. Pain with or without movement. Inability to move extremity, protruding bone, swelling, obvious injury, 
Splints are used to immobilize a fracture. Rigid splints cannot be changed in shape. Formable splints can be molded in various shapes. Improvised splints made from any available material such as a stick or branch. Anatomical splints. A casualty's body is used as a splint. Sling. Used to support an upper extremity. Swath. Used to immobilize a fracture. Guidelines for splinting. Control hemorrhage and treat for shock. Establish distal pulse prior to splinting. Expose fracture site. If bone is exposed, ensure to cover the ends with sterile dressing prior to splinting. Splint fracture in position found. Attempt to straighten a deformed limb only if it is closed injury with no distal pulses. Do not try to reposition or put back an exposed bone. Move the fractured part as little as possible while applying the splint. Pad the splint at a bony prominence points elbow, wrist, or ankle. Immobilize the splint above and below the fracture. Reassess distal pulses after splint is secured. When in doubt, treat all injuries as a possible fracture. Welcome. This podcast was created by the 2nd Marine Division, 2nd Class Petty Officer Association. Built by sailors, for sailors. Section 106.6. Discuss the tactical evacuation priorities. If casualty requires further medical treatment after being re-triaged and stabilized at the BAS, they will need to be evacuated to a higher echelon of care. During this evacuation, the casualty must be prioritized based on their injuries. Urgent evacuation. Evacuation to the next higher echelon of medical care is needed to save life or limb. Must occur within two hours. Priority evacuation. Evacuation to the next higher echelon of medical care is needed or the patient will deteriorate into the urgent category. Must occur within four hours. Routine evacuation. 
Evacuation to the next echelon of medical care is needed to complete medical treatment. Must occur within 24 hours. Discuss how to purify water under field conditions. Iodine tablets. Fill the canteen with the cleanest water available. Add two tablets for a one-quart canteen. Four tablets for a two-quart canteen. Replace the cap. Wait five minutes. Shake the canteen. Loosen the cap and tip the canteen over to allow leakage around the canteen threads. Tighten the cap and wait another 25 minutes before drinking. Note, tincture of iodine 2% can be substituted for iodine tablets. Five drops are equivalent to one iodine tablet. Boiling water. Boiling is a means of disinfecting small quantities of water when no other means are available. Boiling water has the following disadvantages. Fuel is needed to boil water. Water can take a long time to boil and must cool before drinking. Must be kept in a covered, uncontaminated container. Water must be held at a rolling boil for five minutes at sea level to make it safe for drinking. Note, the command surgeon may prescribe longer boiling times at higher altitudes and in areas where certain heat-resistant organisms are prevalent. 106.8 Discuss the methods used to dispose of human waste The methods for disposing of human waste in field varies with the tactical situation, soil conditions, water table, weather conditions, availability of materials, and local environment regulations. The following need to be taken into consideration when choosing a waste disposal method and location must be 50 feet from birthing areas must be 100 feet from nearest natural water source must be 300 feet from food service areas cat hole approximately one foot wide and one foot deep used when on the march packed down with dirt after each use straddle trench Approximately four feet long, two and a half feet deep, and one foot wide. Additional trenches must be two feet apart. Used for one to three day bivouac sites. Serves 25 people, accommodating two at a time. Packed with dirt after each bivouac site, or when the trench is filled within one foot. 106.9 